Hi, it's Sarah here, and you're so welcome to this episode. And today I'm talking about how life is a gazillion times better without wine, without alcohol. Wine, alcohol, I use it interchangeably. You know, we've been through periods definitely of thinking like wine is my biggest thing that is just really, really affects me and uh, that I feel just so shocking, particularly since being um, in midlife, menopause. But I've allowed my brain from time to time to offer me that like, I could drink something else. I could drink beer. I could drink the pure spirits like gin or vodka or something. And it's put out there in lots of the lots of the kind of healthy maybe the paleo community maybe keto that having sort of alcohol that doesn't have a high level of carbs in it like sort of white spirits is absolutely fine enjoy them on the weekends or whatever but really it just goes down the same slippery slope so i want to share with you some of the incredible benefits of not drinking anything not drinking any alcohol and the first one I want to talk about is around brain health and dementia and all the things that affect the brain. And there's more and more evidence coming out all the time that alcohol consumption over time will lead to changes in the brain. You know, you know what happens after a few drinks, you know how it affects your brain when it when it makes you when it affects your ability to function. It's, you know, and imagine what effects that is having over time. So, you know, drunkenness like with symptoms like slurred speech or poor memory or slower reflexes um all the result of alcohol's impact on your precious brain so it's yeah massive benefits to not pouring that poisonous substance into your into your brain because you know alcohol is one of the only things that get absorbed very high up in our digestive system most things have to go have to be in your system for quite a period of time uh, before they start getting getting absorbed and all the chemicals taken out of your food or drinks or whatever but alcohol gets absorbed pretty much straight away so when somebody says like oh it's gone to my head like it literally does very very fast um so it's it really is a it really is giving your brain just so much love not to be having alcohol um now another benefit is around overall health and body weight like i would be one of those people like a certain percentage of people when they stop drinking that weight doesn't fall off us uh, like some people that do they the only thing they change in their lifestyle is they stop drinking and then they say oh I lost 15 pounds in you know two months or I lost 10 pounds in the first two weeks or whatever and like I'm certainly not like that and a lot of people I know are not like that either however you know alcohol has got all those as they're called empty calories and it is very very high in the calorific value but it's more so what it does to the body with weight distribution like you think about a beer belly or wine a wine belly as it's called um it's it it does seem to deposit fat in areas of the body 
that are certainly areas that do not feel great. And particularly extra weight on the belly nearly works like another organ in our body. It really increases what's called insulin resistance, which causes a lot of other health problems. So the um, the when the body is so busy getting rid of the calories from the alcohol you've drunk, um, anything else, calories from anything else will be stored, usually on your waistline. Um, that it is a, uh, and there are studies to back that up, that it does cause abdominal fat deposits, which is not what most of us want. So another amazing benefit is that when we are not drinking alcohol, we absorb a lot more nutrients from our food because alcohol stops us from absorbing vitamins and minerals from our food and drinks. And so the, and most people, when they are drinking alcohol in any kind of moderate, they don't have to be heavy drinkers for them to be, actually become deficient in a lot of beetroot vitamins and other nutrients. So it really is, um, there are so many benefits to our health from not drinking alcohol, particularly the acidity side of it really upsets our gut health. It affects our stomach lining and intestines that affect the body's ability to absorb nutrients and it can hinder the transport of those nutrients into our bloodstream so they can be used for all the vital processes in our body. So um, the depletion of essential vitamins and minerals can stop the body functioning properly. So um, it is, there are, you know, particularly vitamin C, calcium, zinc, iron, all get reduced. The absorption of those are all reduced and can cause problems for their bones, with chronic fatigue, with, period, with, um, with menstruation and other hormone problems, dehydration, and mental health issues as well. So you can't eat your way out of that either. So having a big, you know, a big healthy salad once a day won't won't uh, negate those effects. So um, I think another benefit that so many of us notice is that we sleep so much better. Most people when they're drinking, even I, I even noticed it after just one glass or maybe two glasses of wine, that really affected my the quality of my sleep and that waking up at three o'clock four o'clock mine was normally about five o'clock waking up at five o'clock in the morning and not being able to go back to sleep but also the um the when when you've had a reasonable amount of alcohol the evening before you actually never get into any deep sleep into the REM sleep state so you are not you're never refreshed you're never and I think that's quite dangerous like particularly if you're driving or um, doing anything the way you need to be fully aware the next day some people when they do stop have problems with sleep regulation for a while that's kind of normal but it it does improve after a while um because you know alcohol does disrupt your natural sleep pattern and you as i said you just don't get into that deep sleep stage 
and your body does you know when your body does lots of the refreshing and recharging and replenishing during the night so the um the you just have a lot more vivid brain activity like more vivid dreams and things um when your brain is is more active so it really it really does affect you making just makes us more tired the next day and the exhaustion and so many people say like oh we don't get hangovers I just feel tired well that is a hangover and it is being tired is part of the hangover and it might be if it's the only symptom it's still it's still a hangover and I know with a lot of the women that I work with that are in midlife in maybe perimenopause menopause beyond they really feel the effects of less alcohol than earlier in their life and many women as well when I worked for so long with women uh, maybe with disrupted hormones that were trying to conceive and everything that would say that when they were premenstrual they would know that only a small amount of alcohol could make them very drunk and then they'd feel poison the next day <laughs> that can happen in menopause all the way through and Many women in menopause just say like, oh, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. I'm just not going to do that anymore. And then there will be some of us that know that, that know that it's not worth it and and that continually say, like I did it for like probably the best part of 15 years, like I'm not doing that anymore and stop for maybe a month, three months, six months. I've stopped for 10 months. I stopped for two years. And then after that, it was on and off for a long time and it's um it is really is something that hormones can really affect things and your hormones will work much better when alcohol isn't in the mix creating that 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 stress on your liver so another benefit is you'll be so much better hydrated without alcohol because it uh Alcohol is a diuretic, so it takes all the fluid out of your body. And that's why once you start drinking very often, you're just going to the toilet. Once you start going to the toilet, you just want to go and pee so many times. Um, the it Because of the diuretic effects, that makes you dehydrated. And actually even drinking a load of water before you go to bed at night rarely actually make, it doesn't get absorbed that well, which means that um, you're still dehydrated in the morning. So it alcohol inhibits the kidneys' productions of a hormone. It's called vasopressin, and this instructs, you know, the the, the kidneys to reabsorb water, as a, as a, as um, opposed to sending it straight to the bladder to be flushed, flushed out. So it's it really does have an effect on that part of the body. Um, the yeah, it is a good idea to drink plenty of water when you drink when you if you are drinking but it's it's uh prevention is always better than cure so headaches that dry mouth again just the physical effects of dehydration um it can cause your skin to look dull your skin to look lifeless circles under the eyes um all of that stuff is all caused by by drinking um the uh, and that leads me on to the next benefit is that your skin will absolutely improve when not drinking. Um, the 
I, you know, a lot of women, especially when they have had a few drinks, maybe will not take off their makeup or not do maybe what a normal skincare routine they have in the evening. But it's the actual alcohol is the problem, not the makeup. <laughs> so it affects, you know, alcohol affects the blood flow to the blood vessels on your face. So it causes blood vessels to dilate, um, increase, it increases the flow of the the blood supply to the skin surface so it can cause that sort of red blotchy look uh, that that people can get after drinking not everybody gets affected by that but pretty much everybody's skin some people's hair really improves uh, within a few months of of not drinking um so and also the uh uh presence of like facial lines and things often improve so they decrease after a significant time not drinking alcohol and that's probably due to the effects that we've already spoken about like no longer being dehydrated from absorbing more vitamins and minerals all those kind of things so generally a lot of people report you know less wrinkles their skin is firmer their complexion is healthier uh, after when they when they're not drinking so another big one is uh, the health of the liver. Um, our livers really do have to do so much the heavy lifting when it comes to breaking down alcohol. So it's not really surprising that um, that uh, prolonged period of, of drinking that little bit too much can cause problems with the liver. Um, so I think we all know that like, people that have experienced very long periods of drinking excessively can be very prone to cirrhosis of the liver but there are cirrhosis of the liver is increasing um, particularly in women in their 40s 50s and 60s and it's that when you look at the statistics it's actually quite shocking and there was one study that I read that it was like a game of Russian roulette that two percent of women who drank approximately half a glass of half a bottle of wine a night for 10 years will have cirrhosis of the liver and most people that I know would not consider that excessive um, and I think we know now that like you're meant to have alcohol free days and um, but throw into that maybe some occasional binge drinking as well or um, even if there are alcohol free days and you're just looking for trouble with your with your liver so it's very often reversible, not when it gets to the stage of cirrhosis, but when um, maybe there's fatty liver and then there maybe there's scarring of the liver with um, with some kind of um, fibrosis and then it, but stopping alcohol for two weeks, just even two weeks, allows the liver time to recover from um, most uh, sort of even alcohol-related fatty liver deposits um that is the usually the first sign of it now a lot of people have non like they say like maybe even half of people in the united states now have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease from uh from diet from excess fat storage in the in the liver um but this will st even if it's not caused by alcohol 
alcohol will not help alcohol absolutely and the the sugar in alcohol is absolutely not going to help either because sugar excess sugar excess processed sugar is a big big problem with um, even non-alcoholic fatty liver disease so the um the there's a lot that can be done there around really healthy eating and but the biggest thing is not pouring <laughs> not pouring alcohol into the system and another another great benefit is that you are putting a lot less sugar into your system when you're not drinking particularly wine like I spoke to a, a woman who works in a um, in the wine industry and she said that here in Ireland that in the in places like supermarkets where they sell alcohol where they sell wine is that people want wines to be that little bit sweeter that little bit um, very palatable and that more sugar is being put into wine and um, the it really is a way of having sort of loads of hidden sugar but even like having other like even having having a gin and tonic or having a you know a vodka and coke or having any in any kind most alcohol will provide a lot of uh, a lot of sugar particularly you know especially cider beer some people drink wine because they think it's got a lot less sugar but it still has the same effect on the body um so you will absolutely have so many benefits for not having that we know that excess sugar will you know can cause energy problems it's certainly not good for your teeth it's uh and again the weight gain um so and then there's other things like diabetes type 2 diabetes pre-diabetes all sorts of things that will will be decreased your chances of creating them will be will be decreased by decreasing that amount of sugar um the the uh the another one is another huge benefit is on your blood pressure so and and your risk of heart disease in the last i would say two months i've either known personally or known of six women that have died suddenly from a heart attack in their 50s and 60s with as far as i've heard no previous signs of it heart disease is still the number one killer of people in the west and most people have a, a big fear of getting cancer and but when it comes to heart disease it really is such a huge killer not drinking alcohol is a massive advantage for having a healthy heart um, and because long-term alcohol use will increase all of the risk factors increase increasing body weight increasing cholesterol and fatty deposits um, increasing blood pressure all go with uh, increased alcohol consumption um, you know alcohol can raise blood pressure both temporarily and permanently and it uh, I mean I know I've had a long-term problem with high blood pressure with with this family thing around 
problems with renal arteries and being clogged up and stuff and I have a bit of a I think it's like something like a bit of a kink in one of my renal arteries that when I was 36 I was diagnosed with high blood pressure and told I would have to take medication the rest of my life and I was on this pursuit to get so healthy and at the time I was drinking very little and I got my body weight down to normal and I was doing loads of exercise and eating really healthily and it made no difference to my blood pressure and I thought that was ridiculous because I thought could you know pretty much all high blood pressure could be prevented um I used to work in this area an awful lot so but then later it was 10 years later found out that there was this other problem causing high blood pressure I also have preeclampsia in three out of four of my pregnancies so that also contributes to it um, as well so it does damage so that but drinking certainly does not help it may not be for for me personally it may not be the cause and for anyone listening that is thinking like well I have it but I think it's other things that are causing it yeah it may not be the cause but it still doesn't help um so it's uh it really does uh, the high blood pressure puts your you know your arteries under huge pressure and increases the strain on your heart uh increasing the risk of stroke heart disease and as I said, heart attacks etc um so the um there is so much research into this now there is uh, you know and they have studies recently have shown as well that there is no safe limit with alcohol, no safe limit. And all of the claims that it's good for your health and good for giving giving, um, giving you extra antioxidants and things, you'll get a lot more of those from a punnet of blueberries or a handful of grapes than you will from guzzling alcohol. Um, so really um, it is it is hugely beneficial to really decrease or cut out your consumption. Um, so, and the last one I wanna mention is that it can reduce, actually I've got two more to mention. One is that it will reduce your risk of breast cancer. In the, the, um, the NICE study that came out recently showed that there's a, there's a small, percentage increase in getting breast cancer from taking taking HRT there's an even bigger chance of breast cancer from having one large glass of wine a day will increase your risk of having of getting breast cancer and actually pretty much all kinds of cancer alcohol is a class one carcinogen it creates cancer so bowel cancer, liver cancer, mouth cancer, three different types of throat cancer are all linked to alcohol use. Um, and the risk is increased when we regularly drink 14 units of alcohol a week. And a, the average glass of wine that people pour, not a standard unit, is, is actually probably around two to three units. So 14 units a week is not that much in a lot of people's. It's one and a third bottles of wine depending on the strength of it and um, so it you know it's the molecule in alcohol um, called acetaldehyde which causes mutations in our cells that forms cancerous tumors um, with regards to breast cancer 
it um, suggested that alcohol increases estrogen production, which can cause cancerous cells to multiply quicker. We, we are creating cancer cells all the time in our body, and our immune system will deal with them most of the time. Um, but alcohol affects your immunity. So um, you need to really just consider that. So the last thing I want to talk about is moods, mental health, emotional health. And a lot of people drink, and I know I was probably in this category as well, of drinking too because feeling a bit low, feeling a bit flat, feeling like a little bit of a pick-me-up. And we're told to, like society nearly tells us to, you deserve this, you've had a hard week, you know, you need, you know, it's in all the advertising and, and there all the time. And alcohol can temporarily temporarily boost your mood. And but ultimately it's a depressant and over time can make you way more vulnerable to depression and anxiety. Um, I've had a lot of low moods and anxiety over menopause and perimenopause, and I feel so much better without alcohol. So so much better. Um so and alcohol dependence is linked to major depression. And it's uh, one study found that 63% of people that had a, a reasonable intake of alcohol were, were considered highly depressed. You know, so it's it really is a massive thing, a massive problem. And when you look at the statistics around even things like suicide, um, that something like 90% of young men who die by suicide have consumed alcohol. You know, it is, those statistics are all there. So stopping drinking can really help stabilise your mood. It can take a few months to see the full benefit of it. And it's not a cure-all. That's one thing that I've really had to to get I think when the time several years ago when I stopped for two years and then I started again was because I think I was expecting not drinking to solve all the problems in my life <laughs> and it didn't which is a huge expectation of anything of course it's got to be multifactorial there are lots and lots and lots of things so you know mental health and even your memory will you know memories improve when you when you're not drinking as well there's there's just so 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 many benefits um and i'm going to speak in another episode about basically about happiness and about how how we so often can feel like we just need the alcohol to make us to get us into that kind of happy zone um, but i'll talk about more about that on another episode uh, but for now i just wanted to share those few things with you so let me know what you think pop over to i quit wine with sarah on instagram and say hi let me know what you think of the episode and you can also, if you want to share anything about your story with me, and I have had so many emails lately that have just really warmed my heart. And apologies if I haven't managed to get back to you yet. Um, but it's, yeah, uh, it's IQW, standing for I Quit One, IQW with Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at gmail.com. You can pop me an email there. I would love to hear from you. And just take very, very good care of yourself. Lots of love. Bye for now.